Alright, so this is going to be interesting. I'm just going to reach out to my boy Sean and uh, see if he's got a second to talk about this because this is really, really interesting stuff um, developing out of Mar-a-Lago today. I wanted to hit up on this earlier, but I had some dad stuff to do. That said, please, please, please forgive me for the doing of dad stuff. Um, you know, I, this is... The, the podcast is, uh, while it is, um, and, and the lives are important to me, uh, the dad stuff is absolutely where the priorities lie. So um, I've got to knock out dad stuff, and then I get to come on here and uh, and and shoot the, shoot the poop, as the kids say. Um, actually, I don't think any kids say I hope they don't. I hope they've, they've progressed past that in their dialogue and dialect. Anywho, so couple of things worth talking about. Now, in my little small town where nothing happens, the big news of the weekend is that somebody vandalized the very right-leaning coffee shop with uh, super glue on the locks and spray paint on the word, on, uh, on the, the window uh, with the word traitor. And so that was the big news, because this is a very politically aligned coffee shop. They've got some very strong biases. They've, you know, they they're very much uh, right to life MAGA people, and so it wasn't surprising to me that someone vandalized their coffee shop. Um, but the word the word traders is what's interesting. So yes, ammo can coffee. They super glued the locks and um, the word traitor, which makes it very interesting. Because when you see the word traitor uh, thrown in there, traitors, plural, you have to wonder what that's about. Is it, is they, you know, do they still, does it have anything to do with their podcast? Which is interesting because they do. They do have a very conservative podcast. I've I've never, peace to, to my guy Danger. Um, they I've never listened to it. I it's, I know Jason Floyd. Like I don't I don't I don't really care to know what he's got to say on a Saturday afternoon. No disrespect um, to Jason Floyd. It's just like there's other stuff I want to listen to and other stuff I want to do. That said. Is it is it involved? Does it have something to do with that? Um, but that's the thing that makes it interesting. Like I'm not shocked that someone vandalized this place. They are very they are exceedingly right leaning to the point that like I'll I'll cop to they have very great coffee. Um, but I I you know they also have a drive through shop that I can go to. Um, they're like. Van, but they're vandalizing a spot because of whatever reason. So, like, that's what makes it interesting to me is that this is someone someone who knows them and doesn't like a change of heart that they've had. So that why the word traitors, right? I'm curious about, about that. Now, moving on to the Trump stuff, which is on a grander scale far more interesting. Uh... Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna talk about. It. So I on there. This is the MAGA crowd, like to 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 the the finest tea, and and no disrespect to the MAGA crowd. Um, 
but I remember that he did a uh, he had he did a huevos rancheros burrito, and they did this little Facebook advertisement. But they did the accent all up. Like I know that he's very anti cannabis. I remember talking to him a little bit when he was campaigning for something. Um, because I was I was still at the radio station and I had a conversation with him about cannabis because I saw he was a younger dude. I thought maybe he would have some some difference of opinion and some differing ideas than um, what I was used to hearing because he was a younger guy, and that was not at all what I what I was expecting. So it's like I don't know, man. Um, but the Doc Holiday is the most delicious coffee drink I've ever had. So. That said, um, you know what, like, fuck it, good coffee, um, and I've never ever felt unwelcome in the shop, either, like, and I, and I think that, that Jason goes out of his way to try and make whoever's in there feel as comfortable as they are, but know where you're at, so that's why Traders is what's really, really interesting, um, and that's, and that's kind of what makes it gossipy, like, somebody... Somebody felt that you are a traitor and um, they didn't like something that you did. Um, some change of heart that you may or may not have copped to. And so it's like, all right, why did you do that? Why is this the thing that happened? That's what makes it gossipy. Like if you would just super glued it and thrown a rock through a window and you shouldn't do that. Don't throw rocks through windows. The, all of this is said for entertainment purposes. Everything is a joke and nothing is real. But seriously, um, that's what makes it a thing to discuss. And that's why it's like, and it's like, well, well played. Like, if you are the far left guy who's like, I'm just going to vandalize your building and super glue the, the lock. I'm going to be that dude. Um, I'm going to. I'm gonna write sellout too. You know, that's the way to do it. That'll that'll sell. That'll throw them off. Yeah. But that's but that's small. That's like small town gossip. Like that's the that's the biggest thing that is going to happen in our small town until the next time someone sees a retired professional athlete around town. All right. Uh, yeah, that's also the really cool thing, uh, about our small town is that you can get, there's a keen eye, uh, bad business, bitch moan, complain Facebook page, and they tell you everything that's up, right? But it's, it's the most toxic thing ever, but it's a beautiful thing about living in a small town. Like I've probably said before, Three to 5,000 people in our community, give or take. Like, I don't know how many people are year-round and how many people only say they're year-round for tax purposes and to collect what is called the PFD, the Permanent Fund Dividend. But three to 5,000, let's just say, right? Um, yeah. It's just a small, small town. And so when something like this happens, it becomes very gossipy. This is the biggest thing that's going to happen until someone, again, sees a retired professional athlete or until Stevie Stone comes to town. August 27th, tickets are available now 
at 5150 Vapes. I don't know if they're available at the Sea Siren Coffee Shop yet, but they will be soon. But yeah, Stevie Stone, um, uh, formerly of uh, um, Strange Music, is going to be performing at Four Royal Parkers. Uh, get your tickets now. Um, but yeah, until that happens, that is likely to be the biggest thing that happens in this very, very small town. All right. Until that happens. Also, Wade, our friend Wade, is going to be opening up. Um, looks like my son might be trying to come come out and hang out in the live, which would be kind of cool. We're not talking about anything we shouldn't talk about. But we got to go into the um, the Trump gossip. You know what? Never mind. They're going to go. They're going to check eggs. This is pretty much the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Um, he's going to check eggs from the the chicken coop. Anywho. Um, Sorry, sweet dad moment. All right, going back to this. Uh, our small town, nothing ever happens here. So the fact that someone vandalized a business is pretty interesting, it's pretty intriguing, and it's very, very gossipy because of the word traitors. Now, uh, Dave from 5150, I was hoping that he was going to join me. He may still join me. Uh, I want to talk a little, about, a little bit about the Mar-a-Lago stuff. Now, if you're not familiar with what I mean, by the Mar-a-Lago stuff, I mean Donald Trump's home slash spot on the beach in Palm Beach was raided by the FBI this afternoon. Apparently, they broke into an office. They went into a very specific... Um, safe they broke into it they got out the contents of the safe now a couple of things that are worth noting uh, his children have if i'm not mistaken been interviewed under oath about some of the things that happened uh in relation to january 6th uh if you and if you've got trump's kids under oath and willing to talk to you in a grand jury style environment, it seems like, and I have zero experience with a grand jury, I would only imagine though that there are going to be a lot of questions that get asked. Like the fact that you're agreeing to I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a whole lot of pleading the fifth and I don't remember and all of that good stuff, but the fact that they were there means a lot. The That there has been recent discussion and not recent, this has been ongoing discussion of President Trump leaving office with confidential files, with classified information. The question then becomes, you know, when when was the FBI gonna gonna look into this? Because it seems like, the, you know, if there was a if the, if ever there was time to go and look into it, like that would be the the time to do it. And let me let me say that I am. Um, I didn't vote for Trump either time. I voted for Gary Johnson, and then I voted for Dr. Joe Jorgensen. I'm a libertarian, uh, and there and granted, there is a comfort in safety knowing that your team is always going to lose. Right? It's like, you know, for a long time, it was really hard to be a Cleveland Browns fan. So, like the old school fans, you really have to appreciate them. Um, but yeah, I was a Joe Jorgensen fan. I was a fan of Gary Johnson because he faked a heart attack on TV when someone said something silly about cannabis. 
They said if you smoke cannabis, then your chances of having a heart attack go up exponentially within 30 minutes. This dude, during a debate and a discussion on cannabis while he is running for president, clutches his chest and falls out of the chair, which means a couple of things. A, he's funny, and B, he's very likely smoked cannabis in the last 30 minutes while he was running for president. That's a guy that A, knows he's probably not going to get elected anyway, but B, has a very good sense of humor, all right? You don't do that because you're not, well, A, if you think you're going to win, or B, if you don't think that sort of thing is really funny. Joe Biden would never do that, and if he did, we'd freak out. We'd be like, oh shit, it's happening, but... Uh, but that's because he's really, really old. And not to say that Gary Johnson isn't really, really old either. But going back to Mar-a-Lago, like we've known, like, you have to know, like, this day is coming, right? Like, there is somebody who was um, paying attention to the newspapers, right, in Atlanta. And I'm, I'm getting to the, the, the YSL, the Young Slime Life, um, Young Thug, uh, indictments, right? So these were things that were being written about for a long period of time. Uh, Doug Glenn, I can't remember the, the, the author's name, but DJ Vlad did some really good interviews with the guy. And he'd been writing about how these indictments were coming uh, and how the feds were coming after these rappers for a whole bunch of different stuff. And if you were paying attention to his stuff, you'd know, okay, these indictments are going to be coming because people are fucking writing about them because they're topics of conversation worth discussing. If you are the president or the former president or his lawyers or any of those dudes, it would reckon that like if you had anything of that you're not supposed to have, you get rid of it. Like it would be in um in a safe deposit box. It would be somewhere not at your house, which is also your place of business you would think I don't know I don't know not a Trump guy very much a libertarian uh, but if you pay attention to the news like something like this is coming um, you'd have to you'd have to be crazy not to think something like this was coming especially if you are the Biden administration and you have all of the resources. Now, we also know that these three-letter agencies are absolutely and have absolutely been complicit in all kinds of crimes uh, from the, uh, the, the, the Biden family. So what do you do with that? When you have that, when you have that knowledge, you have that information in front of you, what do you do? You All you can do is look at it and, and be objective and say, okay, you have to know that this is coming. If you are, um, if you are the former president, he's not a dummy. His lawyers aren't dummies. I would imagine that whatever it is that they thought they were going to get, I, I would hope that it was gone and... Um, um, but it's, it's weird that it comes the same day that they're 
photos published of torn up documents in the toilet. Uh, now I don't know. I don't have the full context for those. Like I don't have. I don't have the full context for what those uh, names on those uh, documents in the toilet were, but I know that there were documents that looked like they were in the process of being flushed and that someone who had access to that uh, took photos of it. Uh, ballsy move. Ballsy move. Very much, very much a ballsy move. Whoever it was, they're going to find out who that was, and that person is going to get... I'm not going to say they're going to get disappeared, but they're going to be... Like, an example is going to be made. But it gets real weird. This is going to get really, really weird in the long run because if you are the former president, you have to know that they're, the powers that be want you in jail. They want you in prison until you're not a person anymore. They don't want you to just not be able to run for president in two years. Like, they want you in jail until forever. And whatever happens with the Hunter Biden indictment, I promise you he will get, um, he'll get a presidential pardon, 100%. Um, and people are going to whine, and they're going to complain, and they're going to be angry, and they're going to have every right to be angry that um, justice wasn't fulfilled. Like, they're going to... Some folks are going to be way too upset about Trump going to jail, or the potential of Trump going to jail. And they're going to be... And lots of people are going to be rightfully pissed off when Hunter Biden is um, is either pardoned uh, or posthumously pardoned. That's just my thinking, right? Um, there's got to be so much immense pressure, like, on that kid. I say kid, he's older than me. Um, but, like, the world is is, in, uh, is up your butt. Now, has the contents of the, the recently hacked phone and the backup phone... Have those fully been leaked? Like, as that seems to have been a story that even on like Instagram and and Twitter and, and all of these other social media spaces has just kind of been allowed to die. So a couple of weeks ago, Hunter's uh, cell phone and his backup cell phone were hacked, and there was a lot of crazy stuff that came out for about a day or so, and then there was no follow up to that. And so I was kind of curious if anyone had heard anything about that. Um, yeah, if anyone has anything else to add, if anyone wants to tap in for anything, have a conversation about any of this, I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to have your ideas bounced off, um, get some feedback on this. But I think that going back to the local coffee shop with, uh, traders spray painted on the window, I think that's what makes it gossipy. Now, what is also interesting is when it was covered in the local news, the proprietor of the business, the owner of the business, Jason Floyd, made mention of the guy that did, the guy or the gal or whoever was in the hoodie that spray painted the window was videotaped all over this intersection, walking up and da-da-da-da-da, right? 
like really getting down on the surveillance state saying you know you you know they saw you get on your phone they know you called somebody at 1 a.m so like it's not just like someone else knows who did this and and he's right it's a small town man i give it a week a week and it's going to be like it's going to be on keen eyes like bad like complain business plays uh, complain bitch moan page like the person that did this is going to be like subject to like all of the all of the facebook and reddit um uh research it's it's going to be interesting we're going to find out who it is pretty quickly cuz you know it's it's not going to be hard it's a small town yeah. I don't know. So for if you missed it, over the weekend, last night, uh, somebody spray-painted the local conservative coffee shop's window and super-glued their locks. Now, the super-gluing of the locks, very Kevin Smith. You know, I get it. I've seen clerks. I get it. But the spray painting of the word traitors, that's what makes it, again, really interesting. Um, really confusing because it would imply that they sold out, right? Like there's, they turned their back on someone or something, which, you know, if you, it's the other side of like, sounds like it's kind of like the other side of like not woke enough. And, and you know, there's that saying like "go woke, go broke." It's true. It's I've never made a penny, right? Like I'm broke. Just I've made any money off of this, right? Go woke. I've st I've been woke, been broke. It's true. It's a hundred percent true. Um, but that said, the the fact that they spray painted traitors on their building, they it's it. I like that. I will say that I, I like that in the article that appeared on the RadioKenai.com website, which is the local radio station, he mentioned their podcast. He's like, never an opportunity to, uh, to, you know, to go by to not mention the podcast, which I don't know if anyone actually listens to. I've never listened to it because I, I again, I know the owner of the establishment. Kind of know. Nothing that he says surprises me. Um, but again, they make damn good coffee. So, like, I don't care what your stance is. That uh, that Doc uh, Doc Holiday is quite delicious. If you find yourself in the Kenai uh, area, get the coffee there. The coffee there is delightful. I don't care where you stand on the political spectrum. The Doc Holiday is one of the most delightful drinks I have ever had. And I didn't even... Yeah, I don't even like too many coffee drinks anymore. I had one today. It was pretty good. But, yeah, I, as far as the Doc Holiday, once every couple of months, it's quite delightful. I recommend it. Anywho, uh, someone spray-painted traitors, which would lead you to believe uh, that this was someone who felt betrayed by this coffee shop, whatever their ideals are, maybe the people behind the podcast that is recorded there. It's very intriguing and very gossipy. Very gossipy. Yeah. So, uh, if anyone has anything they'd like to add, uh, anything to tap in, let me know. I'm going to run in and do some dad stuff. I'll probably upload this to the, uh, 
SoundCloud stream a little bit loud, uh, a little bit later. I got some more interviews coming up, some more rapper uh, interviews. I'll have more on that as the days go by. I'm working on some some details, some scheduling details. But as always, MJ from MJ's Hip Hop Connects continues to deliver like really cool artists, and so. So yeah, we're going to go down that rabbit hole. We're going to discover some new artists. She's hooked me up with some veterans, some very solid veterans. And so I'm going to check out the new artists that she's uh, she's putting me on to. So thank you very much. Have a great evening. Have a great afternoon. Have a great whenever it is you are watching this. Thank you very much for watching this wherever you are in the world. If you are our, our one viewer watcher in uh, Russia, thank you. I'm just going to assume that you're Vladimir Putin himself. In which case, um, you have terrible taste, but I respect it. But I respect it. All right. Have a great evening.